back to another podcast of Talk Concord, a city initiative to bring you information about current and future happenings in the city of Concord, centred around why it's a great place to live, work, play and invest. We will be inviting members of the community to join us to talk about business, arts and entertainment, tourism, health and more. Access is via our SoundCloud account or via our website www.concordnh.gov. So, a few updates, folks. Teetotaler, if you've not heard, oh, you heard about them, which rock have you been under? Opening up in the new year, a fantastic new addition to, to Main Street. Just another reminder, we now have also have the City Resource Guide on our website. If you wanting to use it in, re, in uh, HR or in, in uh, business recruitment, please feel, feel free to download it and use it at, your, at any time you want. It's a city resource. Uh, the City and Chamber of Commerce have been working with the New Hampshire Small Business Development Centre to launch a couple of drop-in locations for Concord-based businesses. There will be a, an opportunity to drop in to meet an advisor at the city's community centre on the Heights starting next month. Details coming your way soon. And we all know the white stuff is coming, so sign up for updates on snow removal in the city's website. So what have I been up to? Okay, I've just got back from the International Economic Development Co Council's conference in Indianapolis. I am a board member there, and I'm pleased to say with some with some great opportunities to have discussion with fellow economic developers there and bring some ideas back to Concord. Rotary has now moved their location to the Bank of New Hampshire stage. They meet Tuesdays at noon, if you want to check them out. Halloween Howl's coming on Friday with In-Town Concord, and I will be also doing that and the Wicked Five Fit 5K the next day at Rollins Park. Not too soon, uh, not too late to sign up. Last week, the city hosted Leadership Greater Concord last week uh, on Livable Cities Day, and more on that later. And guess what, folks? I'm doing Dancing with the Stars again in winter, in January the 25th, um, on the NHTI uh, schedule. You'll see that. Tickets are going on sale in November. And I will once again be dancing with Councillor Nayam. And I can say the outfit I'm going to be wearing is probably worth the ticket price. So please sign up and get involved soon. Today, I am pleased to welcome two special guests from the Concord community, from the Concord community. Brianna Marceau, Director of Operations and Programs, Greater Chamber of Commerce, and Erin Schick, am I correct? <laughs> uh, Director of Community Relations, Catch Neighbourhood Housing. Welcome to you both. Erin, I'd like to start with you and congratulate you on being the new chair of the Concord Young Professionals Network, SIPN for short. Before we dive into this, let's get to know Erin a little bit. Tell our listeners a little bit about, about you and what brought you to Concord. Hi, Susie. I moved to New Hampshire in 2012 for a AmeriCorps VISTA year. Um, I got really involved in the housing industry and eventually moved um, up here to Concord to work for Catch Neighborhood Housing, which does development of affordable housing, uh, mostly rentals, in the Concord area. And I fell in love with Concord, and I've been here ever since. That's great news. We'd love to get new people here, so it's welcome if it's even a, bit, a little bit too late. So what is SIPN and how can our listeners get involved and what other initiatives are you working at with SIPN? Sure. SIPN has been pretty busy lately. Um, officially, it is the Professional and Personal Development Initiative of the Concord Chamber. Uh, last week, we celebrated our 13th birthday. So, oh, wow. yeah, so we've been around for a while. <laughs> 
Uh, SIPIN provides different social networking and community involvement opportunities, and that uh, manifests itself in a lot of different ways. We have monthly networking events on the third Wednesday of every month, and those are held at local businesses and nonprofits. Uh, whoever would like to host us, we would love to talk to you. And these uh, businesses provide food and drink for our guests, and we average about 85 people at these events. Oh, that's a good turnout. And people can find more about those on the Chamber website? Absolutely. The Concord, New Hampshire Chamber website. You can register for those, and all of those events are free to anyone. And so, so you mentioned other upcoming events and also an initiative with Concord TV, I believe. Yes, Concord TV has been great to work with. We are launching at the end of October a new video program with them showcasing lots of opportunities and ways to get involved in the Concord community, lots of cool businesses, and our members will be showing everybody how to get involved with those. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And even if you're not a Concord Young Professional, can you get involved? Can you participate? Yes, we would love for everybody to come. We generally bring in um, people who are ages 20s, 30s, and 40s, but anybody is welcome. Just me out. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have city councillors come to most of our events, so really anybody is welcome at any age. Uh, we have a really vibrant social media network, so anybody can get involved there and learn about what we're doing. We would love for business leaders to encourage their younger employees to come and get more involved in Concord. We love showcasing all we have to offer here. That's great. And having just been here two and a bit years, I, I know the partnership with the Concord Young Professionals has been brilliant. And I think they're a fantastic group to get to know better. And I think both sides can benefit from being part of that. So uh, I know I'm due for another event to come and say hi. So I'll have to put that on my schedule. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also have um, an annual nonprofit fair where we welcome all the nonprofits in the Concord area to come and meet us. And if they have volunteer opportunities or if they're looking for committee or board members, we encourage them to come. And, of course, nonprofits are welcome to, at all of our events, too. That sounds a fantastic opportunity, especially as more and more people want to do something in the community. I think that's great. Thanks. So we were pleased to have Rosemary Heard from Catch here on our program a few months ago. Tell me more about your role as Director of Community Relations there. And is there anything our listeners can do to support such a great initiative? Sure. So I've been in this role at Catch for about two years. Uh, Catch just turned 30 years old. So wow. <laughs> Catch has been around a while, too. And a few years ago, we uh, did a survey of a lot of our community partners, and we realized that while people knew the name Catch, uh, Catch Neighborhood Housing, they didn't know exactly what we did. They knew, you know, housing in general, but they didn't know exactly what that meant. So my role is really to um, educate people in a lot of different ways and also advocate for housing in our community, whether that's creating affordable rentals, which is the bulk of what Catch does, but also provide an opportunity for people to be educated about um, first-time home buyers, um, learning how to manage their money better so maybe someday they can buy a house. And we do all of those things as well as property management. So that's really interesting. And I am a board member of Catch, and I have to uh, testify they're a fantastic organization. And I mean, you're doing a great job on the comms side of things, getting people to know who we are, what we do, what we can uh, do to enable us in the community to make things better for people. And I, certainly, if you want to check out their website, please check it out, because I think it's a great organization. And they're always looking for supporters, whether that's in money. Absolutely. Or any other way. <laughs> Money's always good, but, you know, it's a great uh, initiative to support here in our, in our uh, neighborhood. So thanks for that. Thank you. So now our next guest. Welcome, Brianna. <laughs> so you've worked for the Chamber for some time. I'm not sure how many long, but you've been there since I joined uh, at the city. But you recently had a well-deserved promotion. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? 
Absolutely. Thank you for having us, Susie. It's a pleasure. So I've been at the chamber for about three years now, and my primary role was managing our events and programs for the chamber and a, a variety of programs, um, not just networking, so educational programs and forums, um, annual events that bring the community together. And uh, we have Valerie Blake, who's been our vice president and has served at the chamber for more than 28 years, will be moving on this fall. We're uh, so uh, happy for her in yes. her new journey, but of course we'll miss her so much. I think we all will. The whole community <laughs> will. <laughs> yes. So uh, one thing um, with Valerie's departure um, was it gave us an opportunity to restructure the office a bit and, and move a few things around. So we created a new position for me. And I will now be the Director of Operations and Programs. So I'll get to retain the programs piece of my job that mm. I love so much. It captures um, three programs, our Concord Young Professionals Network, or SIPIN. Um, so I work closely with Erin and our steering committee. Um, also our Capital Area Student Leadership Program, or CASEL for short. And then uh, last but not le least is Leadership Greater Concord, which I'll share a little bit more on later. Um, and then the operations part of my new position will uh, include taking on administrative responsibilities that Valerie um, did for us in the past. Yes, yeah, she's a sad loss, but you're a great addition too. And uh, you know, congratulations on that move up. It's well deserved and looking forward to working with you even further on that. So you just mentioned that the uh, the chamber has a great program, Leadership Great to Concord. I'm a graduate of it. There's a lot of people who are a graduate of it. Um, You've taken out the role, like you mentioned, of that initiative. Um, we also were happy to host one of the sessions last week about livable cities. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about that and how it's going this year? And how can people find out more about this wonderful initiative for next year? Absolutely. So Leadership Greater Concord is in its 28th year now. And as you mentioned, Susie, we have a lot of alumni, over 550 wow. people who have graduated um, since the beginning, Aaron and myself included. <laughs> um, and really, the purpose of Leadership Greater Concord is to foster civic awareness among participants. We provide them with knowledge and experiences that help them become more actively involved in our Greater Concord community, um, which in turn enhances and strengthens our, our city and the outlying um, area. So the program runs for 10 months. Um, we start off with a history of Concord and then take participants through our dynamic present and also talk about plans for a vibrant future. Uh, there are very exciting and unique experiences. I won't give them all away, but a few <laughs> things um, that participants get to do is going on a ride along with a police that officer. That was my favorite bit, and I'm still <laughs> friends with him, and I send him tea and biscuits every Christmas. So that was it gives you a whole different respect for the police department, what they have to deal with. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Um, some of the other activities, we go back to school for a day. Definitely a different experience as an adult. <laughs> um, we spend a morning in court. We visit local businesses, landmarks, um, some of the operating facilities of the city, such mm -hmm. as the water plant. Um, we just really learn uh, more about what makes Concord tick. And um, I know 
with our most recent session day, Smart Growth and Livable Communities, we partner with the city. Such a great planning team, by the way. Um, Even though I wasn't there this year, but I got the prizes. I got everybody prizes, so there you go. Yeah, our participants are very happy for that. Um, but a big portion of our day um, with the city is talking about and looking at potential sites for economic development, um, looking at projects that have happened in the past year, and discussing solutions and ways um, to get involved for, for future um, initiatives of the city. So it's definitely a very informative day, um, and, and I know that our participants truly enjoyed it. That's good to hear. It's yeah. good to hear. It's always good to hear because, you know, sometimes they don't know what's going off, uh, like the Employment Security Building, and to tell them a little bit more about what's going off there, they feel more engaged about it. They want to look at council meetings, come to council meetings, and we want people to be engaged. We don't want to be in us them situation. We want us to be in this together. And so uh, I'm always pleased to host um, those those groups they're just such fun and I'm also doing the government ones as well later next next year I think later about February I think March next year uh, which I look forward to which is where the city manager comes in and the mayor and we talk about local and state government a little bit dry I know but you know still part of the whole makeup of what we do oh absolutely I mean the city of Concord being the state capital it offers us such a unique perspective into mm. government and politics being yeah. right at the center of everything some of the other topics that we cover throughout the year, um, I mentioned history, culture and the arts, environment and sustainability, criminal justice, health and human services. So it's a very well-rounded program. And I know um, our participants in past years, uh, it's truly a bonding experience. Yes, it is. You know, Friends um, for life, yes. says me and Erin looking at each other. We were oh, in the same class. You were, so, you know, just looking at our current class, it's such a great group of individuals um, from a uh, diverse uh, uh, selection of industries, yeah. I guess you could say, um, lawyers and mental health workers and nonprofits and business owners and bankers. I mean, we really have it all, and it's really exciting to see different people meeting um, people that they might not have met otherwise and, and going through this experience together. And we have an alumni event coming up, I believe, in December. So for those of you that have been uh, alumni of, of this fantastic program, please sign up. I think it's December the... Third. Third. Tuesday night. If you are interested in attending, just call the chamber. We'll get you all set up. We want the best attendance of the class ever all of us so <laughs> we're going to be able to say that so please sign up it's a really really great initiative and then in terms of i'm sure after listening to this podcast you are going to say where do i sign up yes. <laughs> for next year's <laughs> class um there are details on the chamber's website um like i said we have over 550 alumni many of whom through this experience are, no are now serving on local town boards nonprofit boards on municipal committees um, really, you know, getting um, more involved in the greater Concord scene. So if you are interested in becoming a part of this group, check out details on our website. We take applications in spring, and we um, they're due usually in mid-May. Mid-May. So keep an eye out for that. So keep your eyes open. Mm -hmm. And it's very, I know there's a lot of people apply, so, you know, you, they, you have to write, you have to learn it, you have to write why you want to do it. Uh, but I have to say, as someone that went into it going, I don't know what I'm getting into, 
I love every bit of it. And um, we are, we all become friends after, firm friends after. And so please, please sign up. And you don't have to be from Concord to do this. You can be from outlying areas as well. I think you still have to work in Concord or something. So, but I still think it's worth doing and signing and looking at. So the Chamber is celebrating 100 years young this year. And there's an, an upcoming event to celebrate this, including a beer opening. I think a beer being done this year, mm -hmm. uh, this week. Can you tell us a bit more about what, what's happening there? Absolutely. So this is a really exciting milestone for us. The Chamber is recognizing 100 years of improving the quality of life and advocating for business in the greater Concord area. So our annual meeting, which is held every November, um, this year is on Wednesday, November 6th. 5 p.m. at the Grapponi Conference Center. And uh, the annual meeting serves as an opportunity to review our year, talk about what is coming up in the future. We do a passing of the gavel for our board chair. So Joe Casper will give him a great right, big thank you <laughs> for his service this past year and invite our incoming chair, Nikki Clark of the nice Capital one, Center Nikki. for the Arts. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, one of the most exciting parts about our annual meeting is our Citizen of the Year celebration. And this year's Citizen of the of the year is Claudia Walker. Oh, Claudia, yes. And I can't even tell you how much we are hearing from the community. Uh, they are excited that we are recognizing Good. Claudia this year, and we are truly looking forward to that evening. A well-deserved honor for her. Mm -hmm. So to you both, um, what do you love about Concord? Um, and what do you love to do when you're not busy working? I'm going to ask Erin first. <laughs> how much time do we have, Susie? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it's fun. Yes. <laughs> So I consider myself super lucky and spoiled to live downtown oh, or within walking distance of you downtown. You are lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can walk to Red River Theaters to go see mm. a movie, uh, the new Bank of New Hampshire stage. We saw a really awesome live concert there last weekend. Um, there's great food everywhere. The farmer's market oh, right yes. next to the Capitol yes. is a so great there place. Saturday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Check out the dogs. Dogs. It's dogs <laughs> are conquered. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I just really love that Concord has such a great community feel. I mean, it is a tight-knit community, whether mm -hmm. it's a chamber event or you're just walking around the farmer's market. Everybody is so welcoming and That's friendly, right. and every business owner is super helpful to yeah. sip in and to everyone in general. It's funny because even the farmer's market, I usually do that after I've done an hour of yoga and an hour of power out from the Y. I look dreadful. I'm always bumping into everybody, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, man, why did I put makeup on as I came out? But... It's that kind of community, very forgiving, so we're okay. And yes. Brianna. So Erin and I have a lot of similar interests. I have to echo the farmer's market is one of my favorite weekend activities. Um, and I love that we're able to do it both um, during the summer and throughout the winter. Correct, yeah. I think a lot of communities um, out there don't have that. Um, I also am a big music fan. My husband and I go to shows all the time. And until recently, we've been trekking down to Boston for most of the shows. And I'm so excited no. <laughs> for the launch of the Bank of New Hampshire stage. It's such an exciting part of our community. And it's right downtown. Yeah. Um, so I, I love to catch shows there. They also do special events such as dance nights. The 90s oh, I love those. Yeah. Was I'm a, waiting for the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I also uh, love to be outside, so taking advantage of the trail system in mm -hmm. Concord. Um, I love to read. So, again, how lucky are we that we have an independent bookstore yes. right on our main street? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot to do, whether you are um, 
an outdoor lover, indoor lover, you can you can do it all here. I think it's the whole four seasons. You can do some of the old four seasons and you don't feel like you're you're cooped up. I mean, Beaver Meadow even becomes a snowshoe and, you know, oh, um, uh, yeah. I think it's a ski area mm-hmm. uh, in the winter. It's not just a golf course in the in the summer, but it converts. And it also has simulators. So if you still want to play your golf and you're missing it, folks, we have simulators. They get really busy, so start signing up now. So that's a good side of things. But as an economic development director, I'm always looking to see what do we need to improve. So it's always bad when you ask this question, but you have to kind of prepare for what is it. But is there anything we'd like to see here that we don't yet have? This is wishful thinking. I'm not holding anyone's feet to the fire. It's just my kind of... Erin, over to you first. Okay. (laughs) I have a few ideas. I I think the first one I'm going to mention is coming. You don't have to tell me if it is or not. But I would really love a wood-fired pizza place. (laughs) This one looking. Okay, perfect. (laughs) That's what we heard. Yes. (laughs) Um, Selfishly, because I live downtown and work up in the Heights, I would love a more... A walkable way to get up to the heights. So Would that be bus transportation even? Bus or just something that's a little bit safer to get up to the heights for people to walk on either underneath the That's part of the, uh, part of the challenge. challenge. Mm. Absolutely. But that, that is actually on the re- radar screen, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then one more, I would not be doing my job if I didn't mention this. <laughs> I think Concord is right on the cusp of, of creating a great mix of housing opportunities and I think as a young professional myself I think um, both from the catch perspective but also as a young person having more opportunities for affordable workforce housing um, starter homes Mm -hmm. um, market rate great um, housing downtown a little bit of everything helps everybody I think you're spot on there because that's something that I've seen in other uh, municipalities where you have a mix, mix, mix and match of different types of housing for everybody at whichever stage they are in their life. And I think we're heading in the right direction. we just got to keep that momentum going. So um, that all three points are very well taken and, yeah, addressed. That's it. Thank you so much. Sure. Brianna. <laughs> yeah. so I don't like the look of that list, but go on. Oh, <laughs> again, it's very similar with Erin, so I won't um, echo some of her sentiments, but just building on... Um, what Erin's saying, we're a very desirable community mm-hmm. here in Concord. Uh, people want to live here. People uh, want that walkability to their favorite coffee shop. Mine's Revelstoke, in case you're wondering. Oh, that's <laughs> um, great. <laughs> and uh, also just parking and being able to park somewhere and easily get to your destination because we all know we can't all park downtown and why would you want to no, <laughs> you know? no. so um, just thinking in the future perhaps expanding some of our public transit um, like uh, shuttles or park and ride a place mm-hmm. where you can dump your car for the day or mm-hmm. for a few hours and then and then do what you need to do whether Good it's point. downtown or in heights um, I would also um, you know encourage us to look at options for bicycles and other mm-hmm. modes of transportation. I mm-hmm. know um, that's something that the city is always um, looking at. Mm-hmm. But uh, all people of all ages want to live close by to these amenities and Correct. we should just try and make it as easy as possible for all of us to no, enjoy Access them. and transportation is mm-hmm. very, very important. I, I get that. And even in Pittsburgh, I used to catch the bus into town because I didn't want to take the car in. And, and I get it. I get it. But it's, you know, we're getting there slowly by slowly. 
we're maybe lagging a bit compared to some communities, but I think we're heading in the right direction. Some excellent points. Any more? I have one more. Uh, <laughs> I know we've talked about it before, Susie, but I personally, I, I try to think, what business do we not have in Concord that, mm-hmm. that I need to leave my little bubble for? <laughs> and that would be Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, an, another uh, great grocery store to add to our mix. Yeah. Well, who knows what's going off out there? We'll see. Um, I do know the look for certain head counts and certain demographics and so much money people spend. Uh, like a lot of these Trader Joe's or Whole Foods are like very similar like that. But who knows? We might be, you know, our population is increasing slightly. So we might be starting to hit those points in the, the northeast of, of New England. So we'll see. Good point taken. So many thanks to both of you for spending so much time with us today. It's been absolutely great. And so Concord, so much to talk about. So let's keep the conversation going until next time. Mm-hmm.